All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. My dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Will Lucas here, Black Tech Green Money. Hey, look, Maurice Jones, the CEO at 110, a coalition of leading chief executives and their companies like AT&T, Delta, and more, who are coming together to upskill, hire, and promote 1 million black Americans over the next 10 years, black people who do not have a four-year degree, and put them in family-sustaining jobs with opportunities for advancement. Prior to joining 110, Maurice was president of LISC, which is the Local Initiative Support Corporation, one of the country's largest organizations supporting projects to revitalize communities and catalyze economic opportunity. And under President Obama, he served as Deputy Secretary of HUD, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. As he's working to get black people employed in great jobs who don't have a degree, I wonder what his thoughts are on the value of a college degree in this new landscape. So I think there are multiple ways to look at the value of a college degree, right? Um, one is the skills that a college degree can provide you. And that will differ depending on, frankly, what you study, right? There's a difference between a college degree in accounting and a college degree in history. Don't get me wrong, I like historians too, but, uh, but there's a difference there. Um, a second piece is just the experience itself, right? The, you, you know, that if you do four years in a college, those are four years um, at a time that you are really most open to being transformed intellectually, socially. Um, and so there's a great deal of value in 
that coming of age experience that a um, that a college offers to someone. Um, and so those are two ways I would think about uh, doing it. Let me just add a third. Uh, for a lot of people, they go off to college. It's the first time that they're living away from home and where the ultimate decision maker is them. And so you talk about a uh, experience in making choices. It becomes a really intense experience in making choices. And all of that stuff is valuable for the rest of your life as a person, as a worker, as a citizen. So you touched on this a little bit, but I'm going to ask you to go a little deeper. When a student is graduating with a degree that doesn't have necessarily an applied skill set involved in it, are they in trouble in these new days of, you know, the workforce and what the marketplace demands? <laughs> the answer to that is no, because let's think about this. If you think about the most valuable skills that you need in the marketplace, it's analyzing problems, it's working as a team, it's communication, um, it's really being a great teammate. And so you can actually develop all of those skills um, in the context of getting an academic preparation as well. And in the long run, it's your ability to analyze problems that are probably gonna serve you the best. So let's take that from the alternate view, the, the university, the college that graduates a high degree of people without specific skill sets. What is their future? Yeah. So, look, I think their future is to add a technical competency component to what they're offering to their students. Right. I think you're going to see more and more universities who are combining that four-year degree opportunity in political science with a, certif a certification that a student can get in cybersecurity. I think you're going to see more and more of that being offered by our four-year enterprises. And then keep in mind, you still have community colleges and others who are really, really leaning into the technical um, certifications and licenses and um, nursing and healthcare and cybersecurity and the two-year and the uh, um, other, what they call non-credit courses. So I think what you're gonna see is more and more, there's gonna be this combination of something that is a credential that might be a BA in history or a BA in psychology or a BA in philosophy. And the student will also be able to combine that with something that's also more technical. Um, it makes that student more versatile, both in the workforce and also for graduate and uh, professional study. So because you said that I'm interested in your thoughts, like I'm in Ohio and Ohio spends a ton of money on career tech education at the high school level. Uh, but I think about some of the school districts in Ohio where you have school boards and what have you, who some may be, you know, full with academics, you know, people who have gotten professional degrees who sit on some of these boards and in in probably too many cases, well, depending on your answer, I don't want to color your answer, but in, in many cases you get um, the pushback to where they may feel that career technical education flies in the face of traditional academic, traditional academic education. And I wonder what your thoughts are. 
my thoughts are that the um, the two need to be integrated. Uh, the notion that we are um, separating, if you will, technical education from academic education is a false dichotomy and very unhelpful to the student. Uh, that if we really want to prepare the learner, the student, for multiple pathways in his or her life, we will actually offer the student the opportunity to get both and to combine it. And actually, some of the strongest high schools that I've seen around the country are high schools that are academic and career tech. You literally have a student who in the morning may be in a music class or an arts class in the afternoon, they're literally building the dugout for the high school baseball team via their via their class that they're taking. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. 
And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. It is that student that will have the most choices moving forward. And education ought to be preparing us for multiple choices, not one. I like that. Uh, your, your partners include, you know, some with CEOs who have committed to employing 76% of black Americans without a college degree in the workforce over the next 10 years or so. And into, into, you know, sustainable jobs, not just, you know, minimum wage jobs, but jobs that can help them take care of their families. Right. So you think about the lows, the AT&Ts, the deltas and the more, how can you hold these CEOs accountable to their commitments? How is that best? Yeah. So, Yeah, so to your point, these CEOs have publicly committed to hiring and promoting one million black talent who don't yet have four-year degrees into jobs that pay at a minimum a living wage based on what the living wage is in their area. The accountability mechanisms are many. One is we actually collect the data from them every quarter on how they're doing with respect to hiring black talent without four-year degrees, how they're doing with respect to promoting that talent uh, into new opportunities, into leadership, into management, what they're doing to remove how many degrees how, or how many jobs have they removed a four-year degree from. So a big way in which we're holding them accountable is we're getting the numbers and they're giving us the numbers. And, and we are reporting on this as a coalition. A second way that we are holding them accountable is we only accept a company into the coalition if their CEO makes the commitment on behalf of the enterprise. And so this is a commitment that comes straight from the top. And that really helps us to hold the entire enterprise accountable because it's a CEO commitment, not the commitment of somebody who is leading one of the functional areas, for example. The third thing that we're doing that has been really helpful for us on the accountability piece is we um, curate amongst all of these employers a community of practice where we bring together all 70 plus of the employers quarterly and we bring the CEOs together, we bring the CHROs together and together we wrestle with the issues that we need to be great on to realize the aspirations of this coalition. And what you see in the midst of that sharing best practices is a real sense of a community, of a um, collective commitment to an aspiration. And frankly, you see a little bit of a friendly competition of wanting to one up their comrades when it comes to, uh, to doing this work. And so all of those are ways in which we're trying to hold all of us accountable to reach uh, to reach that goal that we've set for ourselves, which, by the way, it's an ambitious goal. And we knew it was ambitious at the beginning. But to the point that we you and I were talking about earlier, this is us really moving the employer sector to a skills first focus where we're not focusing on a credential. We're focusing on what skills do we need in a job 
And what are the multiple ways that a, that a talent can come about getting those skills? What skills does that talent need to be promoted? And let's make sure that we're investing in that skills acquisition so he or she can be promoted into leadership. And so I think it's wonderful, you know, one, that you've gotten, you know, such of these large companies committed to this effort. And, and I, I would add, you know, and you know this better than I do this. I think it's like 70 percent of Americans are employed by a small business, you know. So in, in, in order to make a really great impact, we've got to get the people who are not the AT&Ts and not the Deltas involved. As far as accountability, Absolutely. as far as accountability, you've seen, you know, the CEOs have to buy in, you know, per your guidelines for the folks who aren't big enough to to move the needle like the like an AT&T can but they may be a small and medium-sized business what are you learning works best in those organizations that are those huge ones that a smaller CEO or smaller president can employ yep, yep. so what we're learning is the sm this is a commitment that a small business can make, a medium-sized business can make, and a large business. And we have small, medium um, uh, SMEs in our coalition as well. So Roper, for example, is one of our companies who joined the coalition. Roper is a collection of 45 small businesses. And what we're learning is that, look, they, they too can do this work. They may not be hiring 500 people or 1,000 people or 2,000 people. They may be hiring 10 people. They may be hiring 25 people in a year. But all of that counts. Uh, and they still have to do the same thing in the sense of they have to focus on what skills do they need for those jobs. They have to focus on how to match that talent once they come into their small business with other folks who have the same mindsets that they have, they have to focus on, okay, once I got that talent in the company, what are the skills that that talent needs in order to continue to work with us and get promoted? So they, the basics, the fundamentals are the same. We're just talking about much smaller numbers. But the, for us, we need when when you're trying to hire a million we will take five here 10 here 25 here we need all of those to actually make the make the math work and so we definitely believe that to your point um we think that over time we will have more small and medium-sized businesses in the coalition than we will have large because to your point 70 percent plus of America's businesses are small and medium sized enterprises. Yeah. And so, you know, for as long as I can remember, and it's probably been the case for a very, very long time, even before my memory serves, um, it's not the most pleasant thing to say that you don't have a degree when you're out in the world. Right. And so, and I wonder what has to happen culturally for that negative feeling to go away or does it, you know, or does it need to change to where we should feel like, you know, um, just as proud to, you know, be in the, in the world without one as to have one. Yep. So your, your point is powerful. It's a self-inflicted wound. We as a country have been telling now in particular young folks now for decades if you want to make something of yourself, you got to go to college, right? Um, the bottom line on that is what we need to be talking about is these are the skills that you will need in order to earn your way into the middle class in America. And here are the multiple ways that you can acquire those skills. One might be a four-year degree pathway. One might be a community college pathway. One might be a cybersecurity certification pathway. One might be a military pathway. Another might be going straight to work, getting all the skills and continuing to get your education while you're doing that. This is a mindset shift that the country has to embark on and embrace 
and actually communicate that, no, there has to be more than one pathway to one being able to live a life and make it a good life for them and for their family and for their loved ones. By the way, other countries have done this, right? If you look at Europe, for example, and what pathways Europe offers its youth to earn their way into the middle class in many European countries, pick Austria, pick Germany, for example, you'll see that apprenticeships are a big pathway for, for their students. And they are considered a great pathway. Some people go to four-year schools, but some people go straight into the workplace, get a job, and continue to train. They use apprenticeships as a pathway 10 times more than we do, more than 10 times. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic, oracle.com slash strategic. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is a matter of leadership in communicating and changing mindsets amongst leaders in the public sector and the private sector. We can do it. Hey, look, I was raised by my grandparents. My grandfather was born in 1914. My grandmother was born in 1918. They were the most brilliant human beings 
that I have ever been blessed to actually cross paths with. Neither one of them had a quote unquote formal four year degree education, but they were the wisest souls that I have ever met. And they changed my life in a way that no other human being has. And so this is us widening our view of what excellence looks like. And the notion that excellence has to include a four-year degree is harmful to everybody and particularly harmful to black folks and other folks of color and folks who don't have the resources financially to get a four-year degree by the time they're 22. The bottom line is excellence is a much, much, much more diverse picture than that. And it's up to all of us to make sure that this country recognizes it. Yeah, I want, I'm so glad you went in that direction because I, and I want to go deeper there because I'm really interested in um, the value we place on the degree. So we started this talking about the value of a college degree and you know, so we have this value on the degree that is really high or have had has been high. It's up for debate what our social you know, climate considers the value of a degree today. But I've always felt like the value of a degree um, for people who are not going to be doctors or lawyers would be determined by entrepreneurs, people who just need to hire people who can do the job and don't doesn't necessarily mean that you went to school for. But you can come in and contribute on day one. Because an entrepreneur like myself, I just need somebody who can do the job. Like it matters less to me that you went to school for it because there's people who went to school for it and can't do it. Like people who did go to school for it, like do didn't go to school for it. And so should we be rethinking the value of the degree and, and not hold it as as such a high esteem or leave it at a high esteem and raise up the non degree skilled worker also? I think it's the latter. So I look, I think. Don't get me wrong. I think a college degree, if if it makes sense for you economically and otherwise, you should get it. The, the problem I have is that we hold it up as the gold standard and everything else right now is perceived to be second class. What what we need to do is to elevate a number of different pathways um, and make sure that all of them are gold standards and that we recognize that excellence can come through all of them. That's what we're missing. We don't need to diminish the four-year degree. What we need to do is to see, recognize, and elevate the value of other pathways as well. Because look, I, what I will tell you is I think that many of the folks coming through the 110 journey will eventually go on and get their BAs or their MAs or their PhDs. And that's all great. What, what I'm suggesting is because you didn't do that by the time you're 21 should not rule out your opportunity to be all you can be. And so... I think to your point, it's about making sure that we have more than one gold standard. And right now we've got one gold standard. So when you think about the gig economy and so many people who have opted out of the traditional workforce and have instead, you know, opted to drive for Uber or deliver groceries with Instacart or something else, uh, what will the gig economy have on the pattern of job search? The pattern of you know self-employment, um, or even you know the workforce's ability to find good people. Yeah, you know it's interesting. I think what the gig economy uh, will force us to do is to make sure that folks who are basically entrepreneurs are able to get a package of benefits that are portable, right? Because you, you, you still will need health insurance and you still will need to be able to pay for visits to the, um, 
to the eye doctor and you still will need a way to save money for retirement. And so the real question will be how you make those kinds of things that are the wraparounds, how you make them portable so that they can go with you wherever you need them to go. And so this is definitely going to force us as a country to think more about being, instead of employer-centered, um, employee-centered, talent-centered, right? And so that talent has a place in the marketplace to go and acquire the things that they need or that he or she needs in order to be successful driving Uber or working from home or taking up a job and moving from Salt Lake City to DC. Um, this is the kind of thing that we're going to have to, as a country and frankly, as a world, make an adjustment to allow that kind of flexibility and mobility for our talent. And it's gonna be crucial for us to do this so that we can make sure that talent has the bundle of ecosystem that they need around them to be the best they can be. So, uh, I was having some um, conversations about, you know, when COVID happened, there were folks who decided to work for Google, but go back home to Milwaukee, right? Or, or yep. work for Facebook and go back home to Alabama. And, yep. you know, the beginning of that series of events, you know, Facebook would still pay what they paid an engineer. They would pay the same rate at one in San Francisco. They pay that they would pay in, in Alabama. But as they recognize, you know, well, the cost of living doesn't make doesn't make sense to pay you one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm making up a number, but if I'm going to pay you one hundred fifty k in San Francisco to to make sure you can live comfortably in the middle class. Why pay you 150 in Alabama when you could live comfortably in the middle class with 80? Right. And so they changed the pay scale based on where you decided to live. And my question to you is, could that same thing happen for a, a degreed person to a non degreed person? So even though you're doing the same work, I'm going to pay you more because you took the time to get the degree versus paying this person who didn't get it, but is still doing the same job. So my, my view on that is only if the degree gives you more skills that are relevant, right? Why would you pay a premium for a degree that is not relevant to the skills you need? That's a bad business decision, right? That's the whole, that's the point that 110 is trying to make. You should be paying for skills that you need for the job and for the continuation of the acquisition of those skills. You should be agnostic about what the degree is unless the degree is the way to get the skills. Pay for skills. Pay for upskilling and reskilling and new skilling people. Don't pay for a credential. That credential may not have anything to do with the skills you need that person to have for the job. And if so, you've wasted a premium payment. So, you know, getting a job is one thing. And you did talk about advancement. And I want to I want to give you the the incentive to go down that road. Um, so it's one thing to get the job without the degree. Getting advanced in that position, in that role, into other roles is another thing. Um, how do you work with these companies and organizations to ensure or just how do you change the conversation, I guess, even without, yeah. outside of the companies that you're working with to make sure that people have an advancement opportunity? Yeah, so look, we looked at 40 of our companies back in May of 2021 and discovered that they already had within their four walls over 850,000 black folks working for them. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. 
State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 65% of that black talent were in frontline jobs and had been so for quite some time. And so the real opportunity was, what do we do to promote and advance and retain this talent? What's the training that this talent needs to upskill? What supervisors do they need to be working with to ensure that they have mentors and sponsors? What's the ongoing investment in their career pathways and counseling on that and the places that they can go to enroll for more coursework, enroll for certifications and licenses that they need. This is, I believe, amongst the biggest opportunities, right? It's retention, promotion, and advancement in the investment by the companies intentionally in making sure that that is transparent to the talent from day one as to a pathway for getting there. This is what the companies, um, to their credit, realize that they can be much better at. And, And oh, by the way, it is less expensive to keep a talent than it is to find, recruit, attract, and hire a new talent. The companies know that. And so this is, I think, a huge opportunity for the companies, huge opportunity for black talent, a huge opportunity for talent without four-year degrees. Because look, think about this. Technology changes every six hours, certainly every six months. So the notion that there's a one degree that will prepare you for technology for the future is an illusion. You're always going to need to reskill and upskill. We know that. And so 
you got to focus on making sure that that's an opportunity that every talent has. And so there was um, a video I was watching where you were being interviewed and you were talking about how the case that you make to companies and organizations about, you know, the opportunity to hire folks who don't have a degree. And you had said, you know, companies have to trust that there really is talent that they're missing. Yes. Um, and, and so we all know that, I mean, there, there's a difference or historically has been the difference between uh, white people without a degree and black people without a degree. Yes. How yes. does this, how do we get a change here in the future when we start to level the playing field for degree versus non-degree when you add the nuance of black people without a degree? Yeah, yeah, no, your point is a powerful question, a powerful question. But look, I'll tell you that what you see happening is now more and more um, talent, black talent. So I, yesterday I was uh, doing a panel and I interviewed a gentleman who had been at one of our companies for seven years and four months, a young lady who had been at another one of our companies for 12 years, and another lady who had been at the company for 15 years. Companies making, sh making sure that this talent that's already in the companies become more visible to the leaders is the way to really, really make them better understand that the talent is there and that this is what excellence looks like. I mean, it goes back to what you and I were talking about. It's really broadening the picture of what excellence looks like. And the bottom line is every one of these companies has black talent without four-year degrees in the, in the companies, and they've been there for years, and they're, they're knocking the ball out of the park. We need to make sure that people see this talent now more than ever in order for to really get a fuller picture of what excellence looks like.
State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.